0: Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed, and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. First of all, um, happy birthday, cousin. Um, hope you enjoyed your day.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, I've had a good day so far.
0: Oh, oh that, that's amazing. Um, tell me, um, what did you do to celebrate your birthday?
1: Well, um, I started off by just waking up semi late. I got some ice cream and pizza with some friends and i just got home to do this podcast i'm also vlogging all day today and i uploaded a new youtube video about pride for the Trevor project and black lives matter to donate money to them so i'm, I'm really excited for that
0: wow that's that's really great that's really amazing you're, you're doing a great job with donations i saw like a link in your um twitter bio where you um you are asking people you're encouraging people to you know make donations to Different projects that you are concerned about. That's really impressive. Thanks for that. Um so um what what do you do especially in this period of self-isolation? You know, what do you do to keep yourself alive and keep yourself motivated?
1: Well, uh for me personally, one thing that has been very, very helpful is having like work to work on. <laughs> Something that I believe it was a family member once said to me they're like, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can handle and cope with life. But probably one of the most Um, positive ways of working through things is to focus on your work Hmm. and i didn't understand that until this last few years um just how much having like work and something to wake up and go do every morning how much that actually is good for your mental health wow
0: wow that's good so you mean um, keeping busy and you know keeping yourself um occupied with creative things helps one during this period of safe isolation. I
1: play with creative work too, like, um, like I have a part-time job, but then I also do this blog and it's, I, I haven't made any financial gain from it, but like mm. emotionally and psychologically, like this blog has like helped me in so many different ways, just in terms of expressing myself and my confidence mm. and my anxiety, it's, it's, it's been like the most like eye-opening experience of my life. and. I'm currently working on monetization, but it's that's going to be a slow sort of burn for me because I have uh, something called chromatophobia, which oh. is the uh, the advanced fear of money. So <laughs> banks and all that is just—it's I literally walk out of the bank and I cry. All my friends can attest to this; they've seen this happen. It's uh, wow. it, it 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 seems like a like what? But it, yeah, I don't—I'm not quite sure where that all came about, mm. but working
0: through it every day. Wow, so what are you doing to, you know, work through this um, phobia? Is there any kind of, you know, things you do to ensure that you, you know, kind of cure it or, you know, kind of overcome it in some ways?
1: Exposure has been like the biggest thing for me in that regard. like going to the bank on my own and doing the transactions Mm. it's gotten to a point now though where like today i literally just signed up for a paypal for the first time in my life and actually like do the donations for black lives matter and trevor project Mm -hmm. so you know finding when and where to like take the next step with that has um just listening to myself and knowing all right I'm ready to do this it's going to be scary but like I'm ready rather than just jumping in full force when I'm not ready because i I know from at least for me personally mm. when I jumped into something when I wasn't ready it backfired worse than I could have thought of anxiety wise like mm. you know how your anxiety can kind of like um do describe this when you're ruminating over something and you're like this is the worst possibility yeah. and then there's actually a worse possibility <laughs> what you're about. Yeah. yeah so that tends to happen a lot with me if i don't like take a second and be like am i 100 percent ready for this hmm. Hmm. and that's just that, that's taken years to kind of learn and grow and adapt to
0: yeah dealing with these phobias and anxiety um i think it's it's a day-to-day journey right or how do you do it to you know become better every day with the phobia and anxiety
1: yeah it's definitely a day-by-day thing um at one point though like my anxiety was like i would have like four to five panic attacks a day i was not really going anywhere or seeing anybody Hmm. now now i'm not going anywhere and seeing not seeing anyone for different reasons But like in terms of my anxiety, I'm, yeah, I'm, um, I've had like way less of a hard time than I thought I would. Okay. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. I think
1: that's also due to therapy. Therapy's helped a lot.
0: Wow, and that that's that's really good. I mean, yeah. It's good to, you know, have this therapy help. You know, it helps to, you know, help you overcome a lot of baggages or burdens that you have on yourself.
1: Done like a few different therapies, but um, particularly one that a program that I did that I think everyone should be taught to do is dialectical behavioral therapy or DBT.
0: Okay, what's that about?
1: Uh, it's seeing the, the duality in situations. Mm. So. Um, one, one aspect that I, um, that I found super helpful in terms of my mentality towards things is removing, but from your language. So instead of being like, I want to do this, but I can't because of this, Hmm. instead of being like, I want to do this and I can't because of this.
0: Wow. So I have to remove but from my vocabulary. Like I say, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something, but uh, I don't know, I don't have the time for it.
1: Exactly. Hmm. It's, it's it's not trying to put any more limitations on yourself. It's accepting that I want to do this and I'm scared or I want to do this and it may cause me a lot of pain. Mm. And it's, I don't know why, but it was just that, that particular aspect of DBT. Yeah. Changed everything for me in terms of how I saw the world and how I interacted with people. And mm. I, I don't know why i think it was like i think it was breaking down my own self-limiting beliefs
0: oh wow oh thank thanks so much for sharing that with me i mean i just learned something new from you now um i should always avoid using the word (laughs) bots oh that's that's good you know um i I watched a recent video of yours titled um three simple things you can do to improve your mental health in quarantine Mm -hmm. and um you know I, the, the video was really helpful and really touchful to me. It's, it's, on, it's on YouTube and um, you know, the, the first point you made mention of, of is making a schedule. Um, can you please, you know, enlighten us on this? Um, how do you make an effective schedule, a schedule that you you, you stick to and you, you know, work effectively with?
1: Well, first of all, I'm glad that you enjoyed the video and yeah. found something good out of it. Like that's, that's why I make those types of videos and that kind of content is to help. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've personally done for my own schedule is understanding like I can't I can't expect too much of, out of myself every single day. Hmm. So, one thing that I've heard said a few times from various different psychologists is that you shouldn't have more than 7 things on your daily to-do list. 7 things. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So How do do you you get the seven things to put on your your to-do list? Because, you know, as human beings, we have thousands of things we want to accomplish um, in a minute.
1: (laughs) Yes. I think it's in terms of, like, prioritizing based off of timeliness Mm. and also what you know you're able to get done in, like, the time frame it would take for you to finish those things. Mm. So, for example, for me, my schedule is loosely wake up, go to work, come home, do blog work hmm. and then have like two hours to chill and hang out with my family or go on YouTube and then go to bed hmm. but in that, that hours I'm doing the blog work I could be working on editing a video hmm. which would be one sole thing because that if it, videos of mine sometimes take like eight to ten hours to edit. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm writing a blog post and I can write and get like four of those done in a day. Hmm. It, it really yeah it honestly just really depends on what you have to get done and how long it'll take you and when it'll fit best with you like if if you're a writer for example mm-hmm. um and you write best in the evening mm-hmm. schedule some time in the evening to do some writing if you're um i mean obviously some of us have like you know day jobs where we have to go out and actually have a job so that's kind of set for us but like what can you do before your job Mm. what can you do after your job Mm. what time can you wake up in order to get everything you want to get done done Mm. it's it's a little things and it's a pattern and once you start um continuously doing that pattern it'll it'll become like automatic to you
0: yeah yeah so you you mean I should just keep my schedule list like as simple as possible and just have the most important things and make it realistic as possible?
1: Yes, I I have had past issues with this. I've tried to do like so many different things all at once and it all just went completely downhill mm-hmm. so fast. And understanding where your priorities need to be in check with like is your priority going to be writing this thing or filming this video or getting this thing done? Like it's it's it takes a lot of self-reflection yeah
0: well self-reflection it helps you in you know creating an effective schedule for yourself you know yourself and you know what you can achieve with the given amount of time you have in a day yeah we all
1: know it we all know our own selves better than anyone else and it's about finding all right what what where is that inner voice what what's actually my inner voice and what's actually that voice telling me leading me astray Hmm. because you can tell there's a difference The voice that's actually you is the one that's like a little softer and is like, "Hey, you really should get this done." You know, still like, still like a motherly figure in that regard, but kind of also like, "Get your shit done." (laughs) You 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 know that voice inside of you. Yes. You hear it. You know it. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. That's really correct. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm another simple thing to do is you know to learn a new skill or hobby you, you made mention of that and um my question now is um how I was learning a new skill really helped you you know to improve or help your you know um mental health or your life in general I was uh, you know learning, you know it sometimes could be very challenging to pick up a new hobby or pick up a new skill But can you tell us how that has really you know helped you at the end of the day after you know picking up the new hobby or picking up the new skill
1: Well, what's interesting about that is, um, this, I have a really interesting story that kind of spans about like 10 years of my life. Oh. So, (laughs) um, it started when I was 14. Yeah. I really got into, uh, songwriting. It was the first thing I ever started getting into writing-wise because I was, I was experiencing a lot of low lows. Someone I really cared about had just passed away Mm. and everything in my life felt like I was just like kind of mindless zombie almost mm-hmm. and writing songs really grounded me, brought me kind of back down to earth a little bit because mm-hmm. I, can, I can be really like head in the clouds if I want to be. <laughs> um, but later down the line when my mental health started spiraling in 2017-2018 mm-hmm. I kind of lost that will to like song write or write in general mm-hmm. and um, something I wrote about actually for, um, a blog post on Capture Sunshine's blog, who is, a uh, Sashki on Twitter. She, she asked me to write a piece for Quarantine about how that went. And I mm. wrote about how, um, I'm sure to sort of trigger warning. If you're not comfortable listening to alcohol abuse, then uh, maybe skip a few minutes. <laughs> okay. um, uh, I was struggling a lot with alcohol and, um, at, at some point in my life, I was just like, Waking up at 7 p.m. and drinking every day, cool. and then um, I got my heart broken, and I was trying to like cope with that at the same time. Mm. And I wrote a song called 3 a.m. Mm. and it was like a stream of consciousness. I was like super fried at the time, and I was just playing a ukulele, and it kind of just came out of me. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't like have to revise it. I didn't have to redo it. Mm. It just sort of happened, wow. and it. It, it reminded me back to like that that groundedness that I felt when I was fourteen, mm. and it reminded me like, hey, you have passions you you love to create. Yeah. Don't throw that all away mm. over people who mm. don't, don't see the power and the the creativity and the art that you create. Wow. Like, don't waste your time on that. Mm. So. From then on, I've just been focusing so hard on that because it's honestly what has, you know, in a weird way, it kind of saved me from myself. Mm. So, mm. whatever that hobby is for people, because sometimes we put things away to the to side because life just gets in the way. We have jobs, we have families, we have bills to pay, we have dogs to walk, but having something for yourself, like art, yeah. at least for me, mm-hmm. um, is something that, like, it allows
0: me to have my own identity again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So, yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. And um, sorry, if I may ask, um, how was your journey um, towards you know, recovering from alcohol abuse? Uh, um, as your new skills helped you, you know, to overcome this alcohol abuse, or are you still on the journey on the path of recovery from this abuse? Alcohol abuse
1: is something I struggle with daily mm-hmm. because. It's all around us. I can go for a walk and see like a beer ad, or I'm like on YouTube and before my video mm. there's a beer ad or like a or like a whiskey ad, yeah. or I can just see a bottle hanging out because if someone I am sharing a, a space with has it, mm. or particularly on writing Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> like writer, with the writing community on Twitter, yeah. like if they're not talking about coffee or tea, they're talking about booze. Yeah. So navigating that is um, it, it's difficult. Mm. But one thing that has been really helpful for me is like tactile sensation, um, oh, okay. particularly like having a fidget toy or a stuffed animal, oh. um, just writing in my notebook with my hands Yeah, takes my focus away from that and into what I'm doing. Mm. Mm. And yeah. I don't know that that works for some people it doesn't work for everyone
0: though so just gonna put that out there <laughs> so um do you also you know um journal do you have a journal where you, right, you just take your pen and yeah. write into it and scribble some stuff into it
1: i have like 10 journals where i scribble and write and write about
0: my pain and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, does it help does it really help i mean when you um, journal
1: yeah because it Like, I can't, I'm really bad at articulating what I'm thinking a lot of the time. Hmm. It comes across very, like, abstract, I I find. And sometimes people are confused by it, and sometimes I'm even confused by it. So when I write it down, Hmm. it, it, comes across a lot more coherently at least to me and to other people who have like said you know i can relate to this i understand exactly what you're talking about and i'm like oh really i i, I didn't think i articulated that well but mm. i guess i'm able to do so in a way when, when i'm writing that makes sense to people
0: yeah wow uh, that's that's really good i mean I, I like the fact that you you know take all of this pain, take all of these experiences, put them into words, make them so creative. And, you know, other people see this and feel, um, you know, your pain and feel connected with you in some ways. And, you know, you probably help them also in their journey of, you know, towards recovery or towards, um, you know, getting out of the bondage or the pains that they are experiencing at the moment. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I can, as long as what I
1: do is, you know, reaching one person and, you know, helping them in some way like overcome their own demons then like i did my job hmm. you know i don't i've never really thought much about like the money or like getting like
0: super
1: famous like, i don't really give a <laughs> crap about any of that but i want to help people wow. it's always what i've wanted to do
0: Oh wow, that's good and as long as you're doing that um you get happiness from it you're giving out to the world and surely you get paid back for it that's how the world works i guess the self happiness from creating is definitely a bonus like the cherry on top you know yes yes wow that's really nice um you know the the, the last point you made mention of um, in this video was you know eating as a, eating LD. and you talk about you know eating your veggies and you know you know just making sure that <laughs> you're avoiding all this junk food and all that stuff um tell me please how do you you know resist the temptations to um you know the tension of eating junk foods or fast food how do you do that how do you manage you not know, to um eat all of those and how do you manage to you know eat healthy, especially during this time when we spend a lot of our times um a lot of our time at home well first of all i want to highlight that like
1: i literally just got back from eating a crap ton of pizza and ice cream <laughs> what i'm about to say is not, like, restrict yourself to an unhealthy degree because obviously food is something that a lot of people may have issues with Mm. and i know i've had my own personal issues with that but um basically i used to eat out like every single day like i was constantly having chicken fried rice or noodles Mm. or burgers or mcdonald's and i thought i could eat I've spent so much money at McDonald's like, honestly, like they should sponsor me <laughs> anyway yeah um, but being like kind of forced to stay home um, I had to I had to like eat at home again more and doing so it not only like opened my eyes up to like hey I actually like cooking my own food hmm. it's something meditative and, and beautiful when you're just like making your own food and just like I'm an this and I'm an animal of that <laughs> but um it's also like way healthier yeah and like my parents and my family and all that were all like super health freaks like my <laughs> know, sister's vegan my, my, my dad has like studied everything and anything about like health and wellness mm. and you know just like finally putting like the proper food into my body I felt so much better like like I was already doing okay-ish but it, it took it to the next level and it's true like that, that statement that like, you are what you eat hmm. if you eat healthy you are healthier yeah but yeah. we can't like restrict ourselves to like just eating vegetables like that's that's not good for you hmm. sometimes it's it's okay to have the junk food here and there hmm. like I mentioned that video but like Junk food here and there is not gonna harm you. It's it's fun, it tastes good, it's like it's hard to avoid, like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but like as long as you're eating healthy, you're taking care of yourself, you're you're doing this, like very basic physical activity, not like I personally don't think going to the gym and like going really hard on the weights is like the best way to go about it. I think like going for a few kilometer walks is like way healthier. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: So you you mean um, we should you know eat in moderation? Like junk foods are not bad, but as long as you eat it in moderation and also um, placing priority on in as in well eating good food and healthy food also is important.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to make a post about some tips that I that I've used yes. to, um, for healthy food. Like particularly, like I'll give one out right now: frozen veggies. Oh. Sure because when you freeze the veggies like all the nutrients and stuff like stays there after a while the, the nutrients kind of like deplete from the veggie by the time they get to the store mm. so having the frozen veggies though the, the nutrients will stay in them longer yeah. and you'll have healthier food
0: hmm. so we should, um, you mean buying frozen veggies are good right oh yeah oh wow nice and it makes it makes cooking easier right you just buy them and you bring them home and um, defrost the them and you can cook them yeah
1: yeah it it makes cooking a little easier too because like they're already pre they're packaged in a way that it's like oh yeah i just gotta throw them in the hot water add some noodles yeah my my current favorite dish to make is like um noodles with turmeric basil red pepper and some like uh i think they're called normandy veggies like which is uh broccoli cauliflower carrots and making that with like chow
0: mein noodles so good wow i, I should try that out someday wow That's okay so it sounds it sounds so delicious already <laughs> <laughs> wow oh well, um, th- thank you so much thank you so much for you know these um amazing tips um you know what, what what are the importance of self-love and um mental health to you um how, how, how much value do you place on self-love i place
1: a lot of value into that because I didn't place a lot of value into that. Mm. I I've always like promoted self-love from the very beginning, yeah. but I've never understood it and what it meant. And I've had so many deep conversations with friends and family and my therapist about all of this. Mm. And what I've come to realize is like self-love is checking in with yourself mm. and it's taking care of yourself in the ways that you need to take care of yourself, like eating and brushing your teeth <laughs> and going in the shower. Mm. And those things seem so simple, mm. but when you're in such a low place, it is very difficult to like get any of that done.
0: Mm. So you mean when, when one's feeling really so depressed or so down, you you find it extremely difficult to, you know, step into the shower, for example, or um, pick up toothbrush and brush a teeth, for example. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very it's challenging. Like,
1: it's like all your energy is like completely depleted from your body and it's like nothing nothing feels like you can like like that like you can brush your teeth or you can do this, but like you're not like you're not really doing it. You're just kinda of going through the motions. Hmm. It's it's partly like going through the motions and partly being mindful of what you're doing. Hmm. Wow. Added mindfulness to like my daily tasks and made things a lot easier because i was like i was paying attention and wasn't just stuck in my own thoughts Hmm. i'm not like focusing on what i'm doing i'm focusing on my thoughts Hmm. there's like no in between yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah, there's there's many different ways that people can you know take their mental health beyond the, the basics like you know there's this joke goes around all the time on social media like self-care is not like putting on a face mask but if that's what self-care is to you then yeah that's self-care <laughs> you know yes like for me self-care is filming videos and writing and going for walks yeah talking about inanimate objects and giving them names like people have their own thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> they also um keep plants and give the plants names and stuff like that i
1: have one plant it is a plant named sam
0: oh okay
1: was a plant that my dad got my mom the day i was born wow (laughs) to this day still around and still still doing its thing but um yeah i'm not really the biggest planter i want to get into planting but um Maybe at some point when, like, things slow down a little bit for me, mm. when I go back to school because I'm, good. I'm doing that this year. So, oh, great. yeah, maybe then.
0: Oh, that's great. Um, what, what do you like to study in school? Or what do you do?
1: Well, I was initially in New Media, and I realized that that was not for me. Oh, okay. Basically, New Media was a Bachelor of Fine Art. So, it... Um, It was more about like installations and app building. When I rather focus more on like content creation. So I'm so I'm taking some new media slash media production esque courses next year to apply for media production. Just because my my GPA is not the greatest. I'm aware. I wanna I wanna boost my chances to get in.
0: (laughs) I I wish you all the best and the best of luck with that. Thank you. you're, You're going to make it. You're going to do it. I believe that.
1: Thank you. That means a lot. I hope I, I hope
0: I get there. Yeah, you, you won't let us down, right? <laughs> I will.
1: I will work hard and I will eat my vegetables.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly because yeah, we are counting on you and we're counting on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, see, I I found this wonderful poem of yours titled um, "Raspberries." on youtube um, with what's yes. the amazing video <laughs> and now i'm so curious um would you just please read this poem to us first of all, all right i'm just
1: getting into my poetry voice
0: yes that would be great
1: my uh, <laughs> <laughs> mother used to give me raspberries when i was a child she tickled me with her mouth on my belly and i laughed begging her to show me mercy then her raspberries became nothing more than the tiny red fruit a sweet taste that tickled my taste buds but also a reminder of bittersweet memories that lingers from the dark years when we had nothing no love no trust no life behind her eyes and no care behind mine nowhere nowadays raspberries are a rare treat but that's okay because now I have
0: my mother back. That's all I need. Wow, wow, that's just amazing. Really amazing. Thank wow. You. <laughs> I think I said that in
1: like almost like two years now. That's crazy.
0: Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's it has a lot of message, a lot of um stuff in it. Can you tell us when, what what inspired you to write this poem? What was the inspiration behind it?
1: Well, um, when I mentioned like the raspberries tickling my tummy, like you know, you know how parents have the raspberry where they, they put your, your mouth on you and they kind of blow like. I don't know how to... Mm. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm trying to do? Right? Yeah. Like a elephant almost.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was what I was. That, that idea kind of like triggered the whole poem. Mm. And I wrote it about like my relationship with my mother back in high school because um, I was having issues coming to terms with like <clears throat> uh, my sexuality and my identity okay and there was a few incidents that occurred that I, I'm not gonna go into too much mm. you know my family they 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 want to keep their lives off of the internet for oh. the most part and I'm, I'm gonna try to respect that and that's good too. Um basically like we were just having a lot of issues fighting back and forth and It was shortly after we like reconciled and had like a really deep and important conversation about like, you know, what I needed from her and what she Like she needed from me and things like that Mm. The point we had this conversation conversation. I was like just about to turn 19 years old Mm. and I had to like basically tell her like I didn't I don't trust you Mm. and We've worked really hard since then to like, you know, grow and have a good relationship and now like I have the best relationship with her out of anyone in the house that I live with. Um, so much to the point that she actually consented to me putting this on the internet.
0: Wow. Wow, that's yeah. that's nice. What was a special married video?
1: So the video actually came um, from my uh media course i took a class called video art and we watched different video artists Mm. forget the name of the video artist that um that i was trying to emulate here but basically we watched this video of this woman and she's like talking about the scars on her body and where she got them from and it was made in like the 70s it was like really deep and artsy and all that Mm. so um, i decided i was going to go into like a study hall room with like a whiteboard wall and yeah. took a marker and just said the poem and wrote uh, in, uh which is the end in french because my mother is was the first bilingual person i ever met so i wanted mm. to kind of make that connection there yeah and honestly this was just an assignment i did not plan for this to be my face reveal but <laughs> i was like i don't know what to make my base reveal like what is going to like perfectly coincide with everything i've done and everything i'm working towards and Mm. all that and i'm like it's literally this video so so yeah i just quickly did like a few edits and put it out
0: yeah i mean it was a very good idea i mean perfect wonderful
1: yeah i want to do more poems and stuff but i'm thinking more on igtv i purposely put my most recent poem on youtube to Um, just to reach the subscribers I do have and Mm. just give them like something there for pride because I was supposed to upload two different videos and it just did not work out so you know right now I'm in like a very transformative time (laughs) for the vlog because my website has not been working for a little while so I've been trying to you know improvise and go with the flow mainly
0: by posting my content on my social media instead of a website oh okay yeah for example on twitter for example and stuff that. yeah yeah
1: twitter and instagram mainly and person body follow
0: me yeah that's great (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's important i mean you, you have great content especially um on twitter i i follow you on twitter and i enjoy your you know content on my news field it's very good.
1: Aw,
0: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, another amazing poem I found was, um, I sing to angels. I, I sing to angels? Yeah, I guess. I sing to angels. I sing to angels. Yes. I sing to angels. Yeah. Um, could you please read that also to us?
1: Awesome. Yeah, sure. Um, I sing to angels. Mm. Tomorrow, I sing to angels. I let them finally guide me mm. in my moment of total surrender. Hmm. The rebirth has come, and now is the time to spread my wings and fly.
0: Ooh, just fly away.
1: <laughs>
0: <Aww. coughs> yeah, and was it what inspired you to write this? What was the inspiration behind it?
1: Well, I was watching a lot of tarot videos at the time, Oh. getting back in touch with meditation and mindfulness. Hmm. Um, because I'd gotten into that stuff back in high school and mainly through like um, self-compassion practice and Kristin Neff Mm. um but like meditation for my own like my own psyche and like learning and expanding like spiritually in that regard yeah if that's what inspired this poem and they particularly mentioned in the video that I was watching like spreading your wings and flying and Mm. I just instantly wrote that down I was like all right, I guess that's what I'm posting this week to the blog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I wrote it, didn't make, even edit it, just put it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And um, you, you made mention of um, mindfulness now. How do you how do you practice it? How do you observe mindfulness?
1: Mindfulness, kind of like anything in life, it's it's a skill,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's gonna take practice and it's gonna take time. Um, when you first start meditating or doing anything mindfully, it's hard because you tend to, the thoughts tend to come back and you let it like stick there Mm. rather than being like, no, pushing it to the side, like nicely, like, thank you. Mm. It's not the time for that. I'm going to focus on this. And one thing that really helped in, um, in high school, I had this religion teacher who was honestly a godsend, like she, she's amazing. Um, (laughs) she did this uh, practice with us with a box of raisins and she told us to sit there and like, really feel the raisins in our hand feel the weight like feel the feel the air from the air conditioner if you felt it mm. like like how warm is it what does it feel like to you like really like sitting there and getting deep into that mm. and then like eating the raisins and how that experience is how the tastes are and mm. you know, being aware of it mm like starting something tactile and then moving more towards meditation yeah it was like a slow process for me to learn it (laughs) and now i meditate like almost every day before bed and it's 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 given me some interesting dreams
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it it takes you to like a a place of rest or a place of settlements kind of or how does that how does it help you
1: one of the things that people tend to i've heard a few times is Meditation is sleeping while awake
0: hmm.
1: because oh. you're shutting off your thoughts in your mind, but you're still awake. You're still aware of the world around you. You're not, you're, you're consciously like, still here. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it, it is kind of like taking a nap, <laughs> <laughs> but you're not like fully
0: asleep yeah you're not snoozing off you i mean you're trying to consciously switch off your mind from the different thoughts and troubles of life for example
1: exactly you're, it's not like you're trying to avoid it by like escapism of say the media or um you know having a drink hmm. but it's just like sitting there with whatever you are feeling or whatever you're dealing with and just Focusing on your body, or focusing on the sounds, or focusing on just your own thought pattern, or doing a chakra cleansing, or something like that.
0: Yeah 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 well great and it's it really helps you as in with all the different phobias or different you know troubles that goes through one's mind could you tell us if it's um you know helped you to improve in any way or you know help you to you know have this self-awareness
1: self-awareness is still something i'm honestly working on Mm. because uh one of my coping mechanisms for things in my past has been to just kind of dissociate and like ignore it or like on a pair of headphones and pretend that, that the, the 3D world we're living in is like not happening right now. <laughs> um, that's still something I have to work towards mm. conquering for my own self, mm. but um, meditation has definitely helped me there because mm. it's it gives me the chance to like shut off everything. It's like you don't have to worry about the world, mm. you don't have to be. Like so into like, the blog or work or money or alcohol not, like, none of that matters anymore yeah. right now this is for you yeah. yeah it's the one time of your day that's solely for you mm. Mm. having that is like the best self-care I think that at least for me I, I can't speak to everybody because not everyone likes meditation and that's okay mm.
0: but it, it but, works for you
1: for sure it has definitely worked for me
0: wow. that's that's amazing that's great yeah. Um one other thing I would, I would love to ask is, you know, you know, sometimes when we when you feel down or when you're feeling you know anxious, um, do you have words that you say to yourself, like words of affirmations that you say to yourself to help yourself out of um, you know, such feelings or such circumstances or situations? Yeah.
1: Yes, I do. Um a lot of the things I, I I say in terms of affirmations are things that I've um heard through Kristen Neff or again through the tarot videos mm. they, some of them they do like affirmation cards or something and like sometimes there's uh, affirmations that you see on your Twitter or your Instagram that you kind of save yeah but the ones that I the one that I mainly use I got from Kristen Neff and it's like may I be kind may I be safe may I be healthy mm. and wording it like that because you know I may not be safe I may not be happy mm. but may I be
0: yeah yeah Wow.
1: Putting that intention is like manifesting that happiness, that peace, that good health.
0: Yes. Oh, that, that's good. I'm going to make note of that. As When I'm listening to this again, I'm going to like write that one, put it on my wall. <laughs> may I be happy, may I, you know, um, have peace, and may I be healthy. And
1: please, like, add your own. Like, that's the beauty of that. It's like, may I be. You, hmm. you can add whatever you want to that. You can say, may I be the number one podcaster. May I be. <laughs> the, the, the next. Little Wayne, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why
1: Little Wayne came
0: to mind? <laughs> do, do I look like Lee, Lee Wayne? <laughs> not, really. not really. Okay, not not a little bit. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Now I was just kidding. <laughs> um, so um, do, do you you know self-reflect on life and circumstances generally, or you just? block it out
1: every day i'm in a constant state of self-reflection
0: mm. every
1: day mm. and that's part of the reason i need to like meditate and like stop doing that yeah because you know there's there's always positive there's always positives to all of this but then there always reaches a point where it's too much mm. toxic positivity yeah and i never want to reach that point where it's like i'm so positive everything's perfect <laughs> i'm perfect there's i can do no wrong because i've done that before yeah it costs me What what did it cost me? It cost me a bunch of friends, a tooth, and about a thousand dollars in medical bills.
0: Ooh, that was a big fight, right? A
1: fight between me and the concrete, but
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You fought the concrete like giving punches and stuff.
1: It was back when I was um, heavily drinking, I I, I fell on the concrete and uh, uh, it was bad.
0: well, oh man! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank God. A
1: lot of life lessons from that. A lot of life lessons.
0: So um, apart from you know meditating and um, you know going to the um, therapist, for example, how how else do you self reflect on on things? Are there other methods you make use of, or is just you know basically meditating and you know going for your ther- um therapy sessions and you know, relating stories with your therapist? Do you have any other means or any other tips for us?
1: Well, um. I mean, if I'm full disclosure, I haven't really seen my therapist in, or talked to my therapist much since the quarantine started, mm-hmm. and that's mainly because like, I feel, like, of course, uh, <laughs> I feel like, kind of bad when everyone else is also like, not able to work right now and like, they're, they're, all, they're dealing with their, other people's problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my own hurdle I have to go over. one thing I've been doing a lot is like bi-weekly check-ins with myself, where like I write down, all right, what is it that I'm doing that I'm proud of? What is Mm. it I'm doing that I'm not proud of? Mm. Is there something I'm doing that's not good for me? Mm. And how do I change that? What do I want to perform for the next two weeks to try to change something else? And recently I did that like a few days ago, and I was like, I need to wake up earlier in the morning, even when I'm not working. Mm. Yes. On days where i'm off i could sleep until like 12 if i wanted to mm. there goes half my day yes you know Yes. so you know just checking in and really being honest with myself and not like sugarcoating it with myself but mm. not in a way that's rude
0: mm. wow that's that's really good yeah wow thank you so much thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it um, Thank
1: you. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. And like <laughs> you, you were so you were so prepared. I feel bad because like I had you wait till like the very end of your day.
0: Ah, uh, no, but... it's, it's fine. It's fine. It it's, it was worth it. It was it, it was worth it. I really enjoyed myself to talking with you and you know asking these questions and you giving me very wonderful answers and you know life and practical lessons from from everything. That's really good. And uh, I'll be looking forward to, you know, seeing new content from you. Um, I'm going to place a link to your blog um, in the show notes for this podcast, for this episode. And I hope, you know, everyone's going to check out your blog and see the wonderful work that you, you are doing. And also um, your, on your blog, there are your social contacts also, there are also your Instagram, your Twitter. And um, hopefully, you know, everyone's going to check out your um, social media platforms and, you know, fall in love with your work as, I'm, as much as I have also right now.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope so. And if any of you, if you guys are coming from my Twitter or my Instagram, seeing this, uh, please, please, please check out check out this this work. It's incredible. Uh, sorry, I had the note up here for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the podcast that he's done about a t- teenage boy and uh, moving out. It's all over at valtoybob.com.
0: Oh, that's if great. You're this,
1: if you're watching this here, then you already know. But he also has like. YouTube videos and the blog content, so
0: go check them out, guys. Wow, you really did, you, you did an assignment, right? You checked all oh my... <laughs> yeah, my. Yeah. I started doing stuff too. Oh, that's great. So you, you also can prepare actually. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I just decided
1: to throw that in there at
0: the very end, you know. Oh, that, that's so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow, I am, I am really grateful for everything and I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I was able to learn something from you today. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs)
1: That was awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am eternally grateful for your time, your love, and contributions. You mean a lot to me. Thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms in the description. Stay blessed.